Burnt offerings were an act of worship. They were dedicated to Yahweh and represented propitiation and satisfaction for wicked sinners. They were a soothing aroma to the Lord. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. The eight people saved from the flood, Noah and his wife, along with his three sons and their wives, they were on the ark for over a year. God Almighty told Noah to build the ark. And the one full of grace and mercy then commanded the eight to enter into the ark with the animals, two by two, male and female. After all were safely inside, the rains came for 40 days and 40 nights. The floodgates were opened and all the high mountains everywhere under the heavens were covered. Judgment came and only those in the ark survived. When the flood subsided, when the land became dry, God spoke. And he told Noah that they should all go out of the ark. And Noah obeyed. Hear now God's word in Genesis chapter 8, verses 20 through 22. Then Noah built an altar to the Lord, and took of every clean animal, and of every clean bird, and offered burnt offerings on the altar. The Lord smelled the soothing aroma, and the Lord said to himself, I will never again curse the ground on account of man. For the intent of man's heart is evil from his youth, and I will never again destroy every living thing as I have done. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. Don't miss the fact that the first thing Noah did after being saved from the flood and getting off the ark was to worship Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He offered burnt offerings on the altar, taking every clean animal and bird to do so. This was an act of grateful worship unto the Lord who spared Noah and his family from judgment. Now, this is the first time in Scripture we read of an altar and burnt offering. But if you know the Bible at all, you know that it is far from the last time. Salvation by God leads immediately to and consistently to the worship of Him. Yahweh received this offering. He received it as a soothing aroma. And then He made a promise. A promise that He would never again destroy every living thing with a flood. And He made this promise despite also saying that the intent of man's heart is evil from his youth. There's another promise connected to this one. The Lord promises to preserve the earth. And he gives the covenant sign of this promise, the promise between him and all of creation, the rainbow, in Genesis chapter 9. As a bit of an aside, but an important one, verse 22 alone should prevent any and all Christians from giving an ounce of significance to the climate alarmist and their doomsday predictions. The earth and the order of it will not end prematurely. As Peter writes in his second epistle, 
But by God's word, the present heavens and earth are being reserved for fire, kept for the day of judgment and destruction of ungodly men. Just as those in the ark were the only souls saved from the judgment of God that came through the flood, only those who are in Christ, the one who gave himself up for us, an offering and sacrifice to God as a fragrant aroma, will be saved from the final judgment to come. Look to Christ, all the ends of the earth, and be saved. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him. 